welcome to another episode of F That, Breaking the Rules of Online Business, the podcast for people who are ready to question the status quo of online business and market their business however the F they want to. I'm your host, Deanna Seymour, a graphic designer and marketing strategist who helps solopreneurs and small business owners get their ideas out into the world with fun and creative visuals to back them up. Today on the show, I'm talking to Laura Haver about how and why you should infuse more fun into your life and business. When you're a solopreneur, it's pretty hard to draw the hard line between life and business, right? So, I mean, also, especially if you're a personal brand. So the idea that we can infuse more fun into one area and it'll benefit the other one is pretty cool to me. And don't worry, if you're thinking that you're not fun or playful, Laura's gonna help you figure out what would work for you. All right. Let's dive in. Hey, Laura, how's it going? Hello, hello. Thanks so much for having me today, Dee Dee. This is exciting. Another opportunity to talk about some play. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's like a match <laughs> made in heaven, right? I feel like everybody's always like, you're so fun. You're so fun. And fun fact, I am fun and I do have fun doing what I do, but I do wish that I infused a little more play into my life, which is kind of why I reached out to you because I was like, okay, so this is an entrepreneurial podcast, but I feel like when you're like a solopreneur, like your life and your business and all of it like blends together. So I wanted to have you on to talk about how we can infuse more play into like any aspect of our life. Cause I think it all sort of blends together. Exactly. Okay, so tell the people like who you are, what you do, and then we'll dive right in. Sounds good. Well, my name is Laura Haver. I'm a mom. I have two boys, eight and 10, and I'm a play advocate. So I get the pleasure of sharing the magic of play with people in all different contexts. So I have um, a book coming out called Play Together. So I do, uh, you know, I'm an author, so I get to share it through writing. I get to share it as a speaker, you know, going to groups of people and, you know, just kind of talking about the real benefits of play and how people can do that, how they can bring it in, even if they're fun or even if they don't think they're fun, whatever, (laughs) wherever you fall in that range, it's just so fun to talk about and, you know, look for opportunities to make the everyday things in life more fun, Perfect. right? Because well, we all know how to have okay. super fun. Like we all know how to like go on these crazy vacations, but like, how can we do it on a Tuesday morning? Yeah. Yeah. That's a real challenge. Well, I was thinking it's funny to think of you being like an advocate for play because you would think like maybe an advocate for like eating raw or vegan or something that people be like, ah, or eat, like an advocate for I don't know, something hard or something not fun, but, but it, isn't it funny how we don't really make time for play? Like it is a fun thing, but the people aren't doing it. So it's just yeah, funny. I, that I, play did, needs I did a recent survey. Well, it was like a year ago now, but I surveyed like 500 adults globally and I asked them, would they want a little more fun, a lot of more fun, or they're just perfectly fine in the fun category. Mm-hmm. And 82% needed more fun. Yeah. In their life, over half, 54% said they needed a lot more fun. So yeah. it's just, it's not, it's not just something, you know, like it seems obvious, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, it's something that we all need to practice the tools with. So that's the, the third part of what I do is I also do coaching, life design coaching, where I help people to actually make the changes and get the blocks out of their way, you yeah. know, or well, see because- things from a different perspective and then put the, put the little things in place. Yeah. Well, I can see how it, 
maybe to some people and we can't we're like dive into this but like i think probably most people think it's like maybe a little frivolous and they're like well let's just keep pushing it kicking it down the road like it can just get to the bottom of the to-do list but the to-do list never ends so they never get around to it um i'm sure you go over that right like it's not it's not just fun and games (laughs) play is important so why do you think people think that well you know when we're kids we're naturally playful We're born playful. We don't ask, hey, can I go play? We just turn everything into play. You know, I saw this funny video the other day. It was like, why we don't need to give our kids so many toys because they think, well, I mean, we can give them as many toys we want. It's not like about that. But but it's like they find fun in anything, right? Like, you know, when you give your kid this exciting gift, you're so excited and they just want to play with the box. You know, this is when they're littler, right? But it's like, we can when you were when we're young we can find all these natural ability for play and then as we're getting older things happen and suddenly we make these decisions like oh i can't do that like oh mm-hmm. that's not okay anymore you you know like you start to like see other people and you get other people's opinions right like you remember middle school everyone remembers middle school <laughs> when you <laughs> How can like, i forget <laughs> <laughs> we're all still scarred from this when you want to do something and but everyone else is like, ooh, that's not cool. So then you start to thwart who you are. You start going underground and then you try to do the things that everybody else is doing. But everyone else is trying to do things everyone else is doing and we kind of lose our sense. And then there's this whole responsibility, right? Oh, I have to do responsibility. I have to accomplish these things. I need to be productive. So then we start that rat race of yeah. be productive, be productive. And then we lose the spark. Yeah. And then I guess it's hard to get it back, right? We think it's hard to get back. That's another myth, right? Okay. We just have to go for it, and we'll get into that for sure. Yeah, we'll tell it. Like, let's just dive in. What? what... Right. Well, this is what I had for for one of the other for further along. But this is what I think. I think adults don't play because they don't understand the value of play. So mm-hmm. let's just get that out of the way really quickly. Okay, the benefits. The benefits could go on forever. That could take an entire podcast episode. In fact, there's a really great um, Andrew Huberman podcast on like the science of play. So for anyone who wants to dig in and like get into all that, we can include that in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. But, but the, the play, okay, so here's just a sampling of the, of the benefits. All right. Decrease stress and anxiety. Hello, if that is not enough to have everyone want to sign up right there these days, all right, increase of innovation and creativity, healthier body and mind, you feel better, you have more energy, you have improved relationships and communication skills, you have, uh, I think I said more energy already, stronger relationships, more innovation. Those are just the baseline and that's just general. So there's benefits for play for kids. There's benefit for intergenerational play. There's benefits for playing, you know, doing the things that are passionate for yourself, forging relationships with, you know, building new relationships. Just, you know, I could go on. So I I think, I hope that gives you a bit (laughs) of the benefit. Yeah, I'm sold. Okay. I love that you're sold. And now what does that mean? Because we've all know things, right? There's so many things. There's so much education available, right? It doesn't mean that we know how to do it, right? Like we have to experience it in order to make it real. So the second part of being able to value play is really in the experience of play for yourself, right? Do you remember the total eclipse that happened in 2017? Did you get to watch that? 
I do. Yeah, like you had to get your special glasses. Like they looked like right. 3D glasses, but they weren't or something. Yeah, and it, I and it was going to be the first time that there was going to be a total eclipse in years and years in the United States that was going to go across the United States. And it's like, you can read about what that's like. But when we were watching it and like experiencing it and like seeing the sun dipping down, I mean, we didn't get to total eclipse where I live, but it was amazing, right? You could feel it. It was completely different than just reading about it. Like, oh, that's cool. So it goes dark, right? So it's like how we can experience it for ourselves. And I think that's where I'm going to be a little bit cheeky this morning. I feel like this is a podcast to be cheeky on, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, be, I dare you. I dare you. I've never said this before in a podcast, and I've talked a lot about this, but I'm like, I'm going to dare you guys to try it <laughs> and see for yourself. Experience the total eclipse. Yeah. See what it goes well, like, like, you know? I guess I'm like, all right, well, you're daring us. So there might be people listening being like, okay, challenge accepted, but what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, Perfect. like, what should we do? What does play look like for a grown up? Like, you know, and it's kind of funny because you were talking about people looking around. And I do feel like there's like more research coming out. And like, Brene Brown doesn't really talk about play, but she kind of talks about people who talk about play. And like, I think it's sort of people are aware about it. But it's also like, looking around and being like, well, what do we do? I don't want to be the silliest. Po- like, I don't, I don't want to do it wrong. And that's just the, mm-hmm. our grown up brain talking probably. So right. So what are so some ideas? bracing the beginner's mindset. You're just going to be a beginner. And I had to throw myself in the ring on this because I was like, okay, Laura, you talk this game, you got to do it. And so like a year or so ago, I had this idea. I really wanted to do improv. It sounded really fun, but I, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how to do it. And I was like, ah, so I was totally, had no idea what I was doing. And so I had to get myself back in there and I had to psych myself up, try something new. You know, and I'm not, so what I actually did is I started a class for women. I started an improv class. I I hired uh, a coach from Finest City Improv or a teacher. You know, we had our whole class and Uh and it was crazy too, because I probably had to ask around uh, over a hundred people just to get 10 people to say yes to that. And I'm not suggesting you guys need to go off and ask a hundred people to do something with you. I think improv might be the most challenging thing to get a yes from other people. Uh, maybe it's sort of like um, extreme sports or dangerous things, right? Yeah. Well, but- what about like, I feel like people, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, what would be something similar? I feel like there's like those wine and paint nights. Like that's play, right? Like you could go drink yeah, a wine sure. with your friends and paint a little painting. That's yeah. probably a little more safe for people. You're right. You like dove in head first. You were like, I'm going to do improv. Right, mine was big, but I'm going to go for it. And you know, this is what I do. I study and I go for it. Like I've done these things. So, but that's what the thing is, is like play is unique. So if you don't find yourself as like a silly or goofy, like you don't have to do that. You don't have to be singing. You don't have to be, you can be at home. Maybe you love crafts or you love knitting and you want to learn how to crochet something like you can bring play to whatever venue it is that you're interested in. So the key is to finding your interests that are your interests. So I have a free, um, if this is like something that you're interested in, I have like an amazing worksheet. It's like a workshop that I give that walks you through. What did you like to do as a kid? What did you like to do as a teen? What did you like to do as a young man? Like, what do you like to do? What would you do for fun if you had all the time and money in the world? And you can you get know what? Is this reminding me of? Yeah, this is so good. This is reminding me of my friend Kiri um, did a thing, 26 adventures in a year, because she, I think, 
now I can't remember if I was like, oh my gosh, me too. I think she tried to fill out like a secret Santa form about what she liked, but she had been a mom for so long and had just like put herself on the back burner that she was like, uh, what do I even like anymore? And so it's like funny to think that we might need a work a worksheet to like yeah. remind us what we do, but it's like, this is how I was going to be dramatic and say like, this is how dead <laughs> the play is for some of us, right. but it's well, hard. And that's yeah, it totally is hard. And especially for the moms listening, I mean, we poured ourselves into our kids. And depending on what age your kids are, you might still be in that super pouring mode where you like can't look away for one minute because one kid's going to run one direction and the other direction. And even though you have your whole house baby proof, you're like, ah, you know, so there's yeah. a reason. But no matter where you are, and especially if you're in that season, you know, finding people to give you a break and get to go off and meet up a friend, go for a hike go for a walk, you know, go for coffee and leave your phone in the car for 30 minutes or whatever, you know, like just being able to be present and doing something for yourself. So let me, let me make sure to, to define play. My definition of play is an invitation to do something for yourself for the pure joy of it. Okay. So there's some overlap here with self-care too. I feel like yeah, play, play as self-care for sure. Yeah. Play is the number one best method of self-care because it's just so fun. You know, it's like, so I feel like self-care recently, at least in my experience, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, self-care. I need mm -hmm. to take care of myself. You know, like sometimes like even though it's fun, it's like, ooh. And I think that when you can approach it from play, it's like, oh, no, this is fun. Like this lights me up and I'm also taking care of myself. Yeah, And while I do that, then I'm going to be a better um wife, partner, mom, friend, business person, the creative, like whatever it is, like that's the cool thing is it fuels both directions. Well, actually, as you're thinking, the things I think of as self-care are sort of like sit still activities in a way, like reading or getting a massage or getting your nails done or taking a bath. But it feels like if you do play as self-care, maybe it's like also good for people who like have the wiggles or fidgety, like even if it's just crocheting, you're yeah. like, moving your fingers or you're like, I don't know, like going, like, honestly, right now I'm like, oh, you know, it'd be really fun is for Matt and I to go to an amusement park without the kids. Cause we keep having to go to just the kitty. Like I haven't ridden a roller coaster since I had kids because what are they going to do? Like, we're going to be like, hold the bags. <laughs> wait. <for Yeah>. us. <laughs> so right. like, that like would be really fun. Expression. Right. That's mm -hmm. like you bringing out your inner child. So you want to like bring out this wonder. Right? You want to be like, oh my gosh, this is what it feels like when it's all dark or, you know, like with the total eclipse, like we want to find these moments that we can reconnect with that joy. Like remember when we were kids, we would just find awe and wonder in like the craziest things. We'd be like going into like a shop and looking up at the wall, like, look at all these things, you know, this is like funny moments. And it's yeah. sort of trying to bring this playful experience of life to the mundane. It's part of what I, well, in my the book, son Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. My, I was just going to, well, my son got a new bed last night. Um, so he went from a crib bed to a full size bed because we're moving the guest room bed up to his room so I can use the guest room as an office. But he like talk about being really excited about the Monday. I mean, he was, it was blew his mind that there were four pillows because there was like, it was a full size bed. So it was like the two real pillows that you sleep on. And then the two like fancy pillows that you don't sleep on. And he was like, everyone can sleep in my bed. <laughs> like, the whole family, like he was like, Aww. what am I going to do with all these pillows? But he was like, 
also just like peeled back the thing and saw that the sheets had stars and he because there were planets on the outside and it was just like so he was just so excited so i just love the idea of us trying to find things maybe that wouldn't get us that excited because we've yeah. been yeah, around a little bit amazing yeah and sometimes you'll go like once we'd went like so my husband and i used to love snorkeling you know we'd like travel we go snorkeling and we live in san diego and there's a really amazing snorkeling site that we had never been to so finally like why don't we snorkel in our own town our own town so we went to la jolla cove to go snorkeling we're all excited and it turns out to be like the tide was really high we were like chopping up and down we finally got out in the water the visibility was terrible we like thought we were getting like pushed out it was like actually in the moment it was not fun <laughs> we we get back to shore we're coming up we kind of like shower off and like we're like okay i'm feeling a little seasick to tell you the truth we go to lunch and we are just laughing hysterically because this was a hilarious adventure so even when you have these play adventures that don't go how you expect they can still be funny and different and enjoyable, right? Just because you try yeah. it doesn't mean it has to be your thing. Like we're not gonna, we, well, that was probably bad bad conditions and whatever, but we'll still go snorkeling, but you don't have to stick to it, right? It's just like bringing the playful mindset. So where can you bring the playful mindset in your life? Like what is something that keeps coming up? Or like, what is something when you're on social media, you're talking to your friends and they're like, I just did this and you're like, ugh. You're kind of mad that they did it, or you're like, how are they doing that? Or you're like, ooh, maybe it means I want to do that. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure. Even even in like, if you're people, if you're a solopreneur, even if you're like making your social media content, how can you make that fun? Sometimes I have to take a break and I'll go post a ridiculous reel. Like I was a <laughs> tennis player, and there's this one woman. Um, she posted these like really funny tennis videos or reels, and so I got into it. And I just went and recreated it. It's like her walking out the door being like, I'm just going to go play a set. And then she meets all her friends. They stay for pizza and wine. And then she just like orders, takes out dinner or something. So I'm like, I needed a break from writing my book. I said I was going to edit it. And then I went and filmed this funny thing. And it was just a play break. But it actually was also for my work, you know. So yeah. just looking yeah. for these ways to infuse well, play into your regular yeah, day. Yeah, I think everybody's always talking about being consistent, be consistent, be consistent. And I feel like if you're doing stuff you hate all the time, like I think being consistent, especially in your business is going to be a lot easier. I mean, that's what I say all the time. I'm like, well, that's how I'm more consistent because if, if it's not fun, I can do it for a while, but I can't, I can't do it forever. So that's smart. Yeah. Cause well, you need okay, that reward. You, you need that reward to finish right the habit loop, right. To get something yeah. down. You need to enjoy the reward and celebrate it. So like whether or not you try, if you try something new, whether or not you like it, you're just like, yeah, you can't see me. I'm like patting my back. Yeah, self, <laughs> give yourself a, like the high five, right? Isn't that the no Robin? It's like, the, give yourself the high five. It's like celebrate your little wins and take time to say, oh yeah, that was fun. And you can find yeah. fun in weird things that no one else would find fun. In. And I think that makes it even more fun when you're like, ooh, that was fun for me. <laughs> well, okay, let me ask you this. How much fun do people need? Thank you for asking that question. It's amazing because from the way I'm talking, you makes it sound like you need fun all the time. The magic is you don't. <laughs> Wasn't that so good? Isn't that such yeah. good news? You don't need that much play. Like you could do even just like a little bit, one burst a week, right? Like for example, this improv class, there was these women, all different ages, like all different, you know, backgrounds. We laughed so hard. People would be like, this class changed my life. 
this was so fun. I couldn't wait for Fridays. Like every like boring meetings, like one of the women's like, I would sit through these boring meetings and then I'd remember improv and I'd be like, ooh, and get like a little bit of like excitement, right? So it's this anticipation, these things that yeah. you have to look forward to. So you don't need to sit around and do it all the time. I mean, you can have more, you can, once you start, you'll naturally be able to infuse more play into your life once you get that initial spark lit. But it's yeah. okay to take time looking for that spark and testing things out. Just giving yeah. yourself I mean, lots you, of time and grace. Yeah. And maybe, like, I feel like people talk about having accountability buddy. Maybe you could have a play accountability buddy. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, would I would be like, thing. and even me, I would be like, okay, I'd be like, how can I make it more fun than accountability? I'd be like, partner in play or like partner in crime. I don't know. I would just come up with some <laughs> funny thing. Be like, okay, like, you know, play detectives. Well, how did we find play today? Or, you know, what did I do yeah. this week? And then do something silly, like have a GIF off, like send the funniest GIF that matches what you did. Or like, if you didn't do it, you know, like extend like, oopsie, like I forgot, you know, there's this great line. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever watched um, Top Chef, but you remember that like, this is a long time ago now, but the one guy got kicked off and they're like, what happened? And he's like, apparently the judges thought I forgot flavor. And so it's like, <laughs> I think that's just like a perfect metaphor for play. Like we forgot flavor in our life. Like when you find mm-hmm. yourself being bored, when you're just like, this can't be it. It's because we're just becoming robots. Yeah. We need to bring the fun. But the thing is, it's not just going to show up. It's kind of like we think it should just be natural and easy. Sadly, it takes us some effort and that's okay. Right. It's like when you think of like, this is why I like the whole life design thing. When you think of what you wear, like when something's important, like think about like your wedding, you're like, oh, I'm going to have this outfit and I'm going to do this. And you're like planning it all out in this design. But when you wake up on a regular day, do you plan your outfit or you just like throw on something? Right. So I think mm-hmm. we've kind of like been throwing on whatever pants are closest to us, whatever t-shirt happens to be clean in our play, because we're just trying to get through the day. But if we're like, ooh, yeah. I'm going to wear that fluorescent pink shirt, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have a dress with hot dogs and cupcakes and milkshakes on it. So that would be my play dress, I think, probably. For sure. Oh, Oh my gosh. gosh. I need a picture of you off in town doing something. (laughs) It's amazing. It's like bringing play to your your wardrobe, you know, showing up as yourself. And so that's what I love empowering people. And so it doesn't matter so much as what you're doing. It's that you're showing up as yourself. You're going from shut down oh my gosh, I have to do this, 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 and this, to showing up. Ooh, what if I snuck off and went to watch a comedy show with my friends? Or what if I went to a movie on a Wednesday morning? You know, just like breaking the pattern and just bringing some elements of play and, and having you people know with I'm you. Thinking of? Yeah, well, I'm thinking of, I was at Home Goods like doing Christmas shopping before Christmas and I saw a My Little Pony mug, like a, tumbler like a coffee to go coffee mug whatever you call that tumbler I'm like is that a tumbler what is that called you know what I mean a to go coffee mug a reusable one why am I struggling with this you know what I mean we got coffee it mug. we got it yeah a coffee that mug. was <laughs> you're like moving on this is not fun um what that was my little ponies I could have well I, there was like two that was one was my little ponies and one was care bears but they were like the old timey ones because I know both those things are like back and reimagined but they were like my Care Bears or my My Little Ponies. The original. And I didn't buy one. I mean, I looked at it and I was like, you know, my birthday's in December. So I do get like birthday money from my mother-in-law and my mom. And I was like, maybe I'll get this. But then the grown-up brain was like, you already have, like I already have 
a couple of those. You know, we all have a few in our cabinets, I'm sure. So I didn't get them. But now I'm like, oh, that would have been an easy way to like infuse play. And then it would have been like I could have been looking at my Care Bear mug all day. And it, it did it did spark joy for me when I was in the line. So maybe I have to go back to Home Goods and buy it. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're exactly what you're talking about. It's finding these moments and where you can bring where you can bring it into your life. And I like that you touch on the mug because when you have it in your house, and hopefully you can find it. And if not, you, next time you'll know what when you're ready to, you know, to, to take it. But <laughs> it's environmental design then as well, because then you have your your house set up in a way that brings you joy, right? Like yes. I'm always like, oh, I want to be like the Marie Kondo of play. We're like, how can we spark joy in our environment, right? So that's where even like at, over the holidays, I do this thing, annual Christmas clean out, where I just go through and I clean out all my stuff. And it feels so good. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is neat and organized. And then there's space, right? A big component of play is having space, open creativity to come up with something that's new. I'm like literally looking at my like files right now and I could, they used to be jammed, slammed in, like they were overflowing. I should have taken a picture. Now there's like air and there's room. So there's space yeah. for creativity. There's space for flow. There's space for new ideas. So like, this is what I, I start a lot of my clients with is just, take a half an hour of your week. If that's too long, start smaller. Five minutes, just daydream for five minutes. What would be fun for me? Mm-hmm. What is my heart calling to me if I slow it down enough to listen? Yeah, well, and for business owners who might be listening, thinking like, okay, but how does this help my business? Like, And we've already kind of touched on that, but I'm even thinking too, that's like content goldmine, like playing and having like funny things happen. Like your story about... um snorkeling and I don't know me talking about my new um Care Bear mug or Milo Pony mug like that's all content that people would probably relate to and it will just like you said make space for creativity and for you to show up in a way that's like way more um attractive to people not in a weird way but you know what I mean (laughs) right right well you're gonna be like oh I want to work with you because she's fun and she's playful and that she matches my vibe like if you're just like, and then you do this marketing and then you post this video, right? I'd be like, peace yeah. out. I don't want to have space for that in my life, right? So when we <laughs> exactly. show up fully, we might yes. not be everybody's cup of tea, right? Like not everyone might want to bring home My Little Ponies mug, but we're like, My Little Ponies, yeah. And so mm-hmm. we want to have, like, we want that playful childlike wonder. And so yeah. when we share authentically ourselves, people are going to line up for that in our business. Right. So it's like opening ourselves up to sharing, just letting ourselves step out and like be our total self, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what kids do. Kids aren't trying to like, you know, yeah. I guess you're saying <laughs> middle school gets a little hairy, but you right. know, well, like even, younger even kids. elementary school, right. That's what, that's yeah. one of my stories is I was like, so I was an athlete. I played tennis competitively. I even started in, in elementary school and it was the Olympics and it was, we were at this assembly and we were singing Whitney Houston. We were singing one moment in time, like it's like an assembly and I'm out there on the blacktop and I am just like singing it as loud as I can. I'm like, yes, singing. I love singing and acting and I love competing in Olympics. Who doesn't love Olympics? I'm belting it out maybe a little too loud apparently to other people because then they like stop. They give me this look like, Laura, what are you doing? You can't like, like who, what? Oh. So like, I like shut down, right? Oh, I can't mm-hmm. pull up, show, I can't show up fully as myself. 
Yeah. And that's just one little teeny tiny moment, like chipping away of who you are. And that's why I love helping people get rid of these past traumas and these past stories that we told ourselves from our childhood yeah. brain. Like it's okay to show up like that. And if that's not yeah. you, you won't show up singing. You'll show up in your beautiful expression of yourself. But you know, you're really drawn to people who are in their full expression of themselves. Who well, just I light say up. karaoke. At karaoke, people can be terrible singers, but if they're like going for it, it is so fun and the crowd like loves it. If they're terrible singers and they feel like they're terrible and they, you know, the people, I love karaoke and take it probably a little too serious. I'm a competitive karaoke. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> nice. Like, karaoke. <laughs> the ones who like, you know, are like nervous and laughing with their friends and like, that's like background. Then everybody else is like, okay, we're back to our table conversations. Like we're just trying to wait until this people get off the stage. But I just remember I had a friend who was a terrible, terrible singer, but she sung build me up buttercup and just like went for it. was like pointing at people and it was like out of tune and like just awful, but we all loved it. Cause she just like went for it. So I think that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Right, so really build you up buttercup all day long in whatever (laughs) aspect it is, but just Mm -hmm. owning ourselves, like owning it in our business, owning it in our personal life, owning it in our family, giving ourselves the permission and the freedom to be ourselves. And that's authentic. People want to see that. People want to see that. And even if we fail and we have a bad, you know, funny experience, like, you know, what if I would, I could have thrown up after that snorkeling, right? It's fine. That's what I would do in, for improv. They'd be like, well, how did you? I'm like, if I'm having fun, people watching will have fun because they see I'm having fun. If I'm like, you know, like afraid to say anything, then they're going to be so uncomfortable because I'm so uncomfortable, right? So exactly. it's just like embracing our inner, our inner child, like our inner, like beginner's mindset. Who cares if it's our first time? Of course, you can make mistakes. It's totally fine. But think about the fun, right? That's when you enter that a beautiful flow state where you just time stand still, you forget about all things. And that's the glory of play is you're in that flow state. It takes you away. It lets everything else drop down. And then you can return to quote unquote regular life, mm-hmm. energized, renewed. And I think that is one of those like magical pieces of play that is hard to even put into benefit, right? Yeah. Well, they got to take that break. So like you said, I mean, I hate to put a productivity spin on it, but I mean, what you basically just said is if you take the break, you're going to come back even better. And then that will, I guess, technically, maybe you'll be even more productive. So if you make space for the play, you could maybe in the long run be more yeah. productive. So I like that. Okay. So yeah, you mentioned be you more have... productive. It's like the opposite. So one more thing on that. We think it's the opposite. Yeah. We think, oh, we work, we work, we work, and then we enjoy the success and the happiness. No, we get the happiness and the fun and the play. And then that fuels our being able to work better and more clearly because we have this energy for life. It might not necessarily be about our job, but we bring our energy everywhere we go. So if we can Mm -hmm. boost it up on our own, then we can overflow it into other areas of our life. Yeah. Okay. Now you're making me think of at dinner, we don't do like you eat dinner, then you get dessert because I feel like I have a whole like, you know, past with diet culture and we're anti-diet here and stuff like that. So like, my kids just get dessert on, like they don't get every night, but like they know that it's just on there. So they don't have to like earn their dessert. They just, it's just like part of their meal. So I feel like play, you don't have to earn your play. It's just part mm-hmm. of your, part of your life. And it's just going right. to be a part of your life. So that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. 
So I was saying that you have a book coming out. Can you tell us more about the book? Sure. Yeah. The book is called Play Together and it's games and activities for the whole family to boost creativity, connection, and mindfulness. It was totally born out of the pandemic. In fact, I was writing a completely other book while I was <laughs> creating these games. But basically what happened was as soon as school got called off, my heart was just like broken for all these people who are just home. And having had a background in coaching, I worked with kids um, coaching tennis for 20 years and working with families and doing all different types of coaching and like leadership coaching and all the setting of, you know, um, emotional intelligence. I'm like, I'm just going to do this. So randomly, it was Friday the 13th. Then the next day I woke up and I was like, I'm just going to start posting a game every day with my kids. We called it the We Write the Story 2020 Challenge. 20 minutes a day connecting with your family, 20 like connections to other people, like text messages, whatever, just to stay connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it turned out into this whole thing. Now we have over 70 games. We've collaborated with over 20 amazing people around the world and it turned into a book. So it's coming out in March and I just couldn't right. be more excited to share it with the world. Awesome. And what's it called again? Play together. Play together. Okay. Awesome. I mean, I'll definitely link it. Um, well, maybe, will I have to go back in time to link? I'll just link to your website and then they'll know, right? Yeah, or I'll send you the link. How do I, that, I'm like, how do Amazon I link page. a book that hasn't come out yet? No, I have a <laughs> page. It's, it? it's got a page. Okay. It's on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'll yeah. link and it I in the show notes a, for sure. I also have an author moms community. So anyone who's listening and is like, you know what? One of the things on my list is writing or creativity and community. And I have a community for that. So if anyone's interested reach out or you can find me on on um, author moms on Instagram and we just have a great old time it's been two years and so far and we just talk all different genres we have people who have written book series already or people who haven't written their first book and it's just a super fun opportunity to come together and share our knowledge and share our journey as authors and moms yeah maybe that's your version of play doing a book that you've always said you wanted to do Love this. Yeah, the Thank opportunities you, are Thank endless. You so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for being on today. This was really fun. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. And hopefully when you guys are listening, just, you know, make it fun. It's no, there's no pressure around it. Just do what lights you up. And, you know, seriously, grab the playlist planner, talk about it with your family, talk about it with your friends and let me know what you try. Let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear. All right. Talk to you later. So what do you think you'd like to do to add more play into your life? For me, I keep saying I want to make more art. And I really, really mean that. It's just that we're so busy, right? But actually, working on turning my guest room into my new office feels a lot like play to me. And obviously, that will definitely benefit my business. So I mean, like even looking at wallpapers online was fun. So I don't know, maybe that could be considered play. And don't forget, Laura dared you to add some play to your life. So basically, you have to do it. (laughs) And if you do it, hit me up on Instagram. I'm at the Deanna Seymour and tell me what you're doing. So then maybe we can be play accountability buddies. Cool? All right. See you next time. (laughs) 